Hey, and welcome to the Pub MO podcast. Today, what are we going to talk about, Joy? Mate, I want to have, I want to delve into the world of bananas. I reckon you like it. Can you teach me how to handle a banana, Tony? Yeah, come here. Come here, you little thing. Nice. So we're going to learn about bananas, folks. All right. And some crap. And some bullshit to we're go along got, with We've still got cunt of the week coming up. Cunt of the week. It's a of the week. Too. And there'll be something that's pissed him off. I'll have a fact of the week. Yeah. Sing some piss. Spin some shit. Sears. Stick around and get into it. Two roo. Like a donut. Two roo. Don't go. Like don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. That's it. Stay tuned. Two roo. Don't, don't fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Two roo. Oh, fuck off. Two roo. Two Because we, we do this at the end just so we know what we we're talking about. And now it's just gone on too long. It's getting Fuck. awkward. All right. Listen. Do this. Pabemo! What, what, what? Oh, here we go. I was waiting for us to start Off talking. Off the bang. <laughs> Off the bang. I forgot how long our intro is. Yeah, it's a bit if, you, long. if you're still listening after that, I appreciate yeah, it's it. a minute 25 there. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, we're going to have to shorten that fucker up, I think. Minute, minute 25 of your life, you can't get back. <laughs> so if you just listened, before that, I reckon we just put in what this was all about, this whole podcast, because... If you read the show notes in the last podcast that we did last week, yeah, I sat down to edit and put it all on, and I was like, I can't remember a fucking thing we spoke about. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I was half cut by the time I left here last week. <laughs> I walked out the door going, Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> fucking fresh air. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was like, fuck me. It's, um, yeah, I don't remember anything, and I didn't want to listen to myself, so. Yeah, I I, so I was like, uh, me and Joy just talk stuff, and if you like stuff, we talk stuff. Come listen to some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I find I only listen to it when I have a wank. So yeah. it um, and then I'm not really concentrating on what's coming out of your mouth. Oh, that's my voice, <laughs> <laughs> but what's coming in yours? Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> ah, you sick bastard! Yeah, you uh, sick fuck. What's doing? What's doing? Oh, yep. How like? Cause. Because we're, um, we're on point. Spit it out, Tony. <laughs> I'm just saying the fucking weather's just flabbergasted us. Yeah, like, I know it has, isn't it? Hey, I know we spoke about how the weather's just turned shit and it's going to look shit from here till yeah. August. Well, guess what? It's looking good all of a sudden. It just turned fucking good. Didn't it? And, um, yeah. And out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's like, just gone poof. We, we spoke about fucking, oh, you're the poof. <laughs> 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 no, we spoke about fucking how do you... Put your boat on the shed, you know. Yeah, you that's right. Away, how you look after it and that. Yeah, like, I thought I thought our good window had gone. Now everyone's going to back their boats and the water will be tacked all over the fuck floating yeah, off yeah, the Yeah, that's exactly right, dribbling down the harbour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily I hadn't done mine yet, so I'm keen. Two dead seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly dead minor birds. <laughs> ah, no, so yeah, I'm, I'm heading out tomorrow. Yep. I'm gonna go, we're going to go out a bit wider too. Bit wider, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be. Um, I need you to go wide. Less than if, if there's some swell out there. Cause yeah, I'm absolutely. Keen for a motherfucking surf. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll check it out on the way through. Oh, on the way home, actually, because on the way out it'll be high tide. Yeah, oh, even it, I'll have a look on the as high, long on as the way you get in the back. As long as there's swell. Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. The oh, and you break. can tell, eh? Yeah, oh, you know, you're yeah. driving out there. There's, there's either swell or there isn't. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Bottom of Kaylee, I reckon. Bottom of Kaylee, you can tell. Yeah. 
you get to the bottom of Kaylee or the top of Kaylee and, and there's a swell, well, then you mm. know it's it's on for young and old. I went out there a couple of year ago, uh, years ago with Az from Back to Basics and we are cruising out through there and the waves were like four foot on Kaylee and I'm like... Oh, it's true, it's really. And I'm like, fuck, if they're that big here... <laughs> yeah. We've got to get to the back reef and then we've got out there like six foot. So we're like, I might go back into Kaylee. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's too fucking big, yeah. Really? So you've yeah. had a couple of days out there where it's been thumping big. Mm, thumping big, Big yeah. enough to make you nervous. Oh, like when you drive out and you just see like, you can see the everything and then you, you yeah, just dip dips. down in that yeah, swell yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. nothing and then you come up and then there's... Yeah. But there aren't, that was, it was so nice, they were only like um, probably 20 seconds apart. Yeah, okay. So it'd be flat and then this big... Big wave just kick up out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, that's cool, eh? I've seen it down the bottom corners of some reefs up here. And yeah. it's, it's, it's neat. It's just the coming off part that bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the three that, mil wetty's not going to save you from that. <laughs> but I've, I've never touched the bottom falling off. No, it's funny that there's still a, because I've, I was in the water with you the last time you were, you were having a bit of a surf. And I, I was quite surprised at how much water there still was. Mm. You, you still got a good metre of water. And you sort of know how to fall. Yeah. You sort of fall. Yeah, you and do. You know, the, you the fall bottom's flat. there. You, you fall flat. You, and you curl up into a ball or you yeah. you sort of lay your body out so you- Yeah, you yeah, flare your body you out, don't you? Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too. When I went to the wave pool down there, they, the, before you get in the water, they, the first thing they tell you is, everyone shows how to tuck up into a ball. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yeah. So- Imagine the insurance on something oh, like that. Imagine. That'd be through the roof. <laughs> hey? Well, I've already spoken about all this this pool, the wave pool and that, but we haven't put that podcast up. <laughs> oh, haven't we? No, nah, I've kept it as a spare. Uh, up, one up the sleeve. One up the sleeve, I love Steve. one up the sleeve, I've got to be honest. <laughs> we actually got two up the sleeve. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, better. <laughs> so if we get eaten by a shark this weekend, you get to hear us for two more weekends yeah, after that's that. that's exactly right. We're still around. <laughs> Post-life. I don't know, who, know who's putting them up. <laughs> get your missus. Get, get your missus on it. Yeah, that's my legacy. I want... Okay, everyone out there, if I get killed or anything happens this weekend, I want them two podcasts to get up. That, we'll make get, it happen. Don't worry about it. I'm going to have to get some computer guru to get on my computer to find where they are. I'll find it. Yeah. Figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Can I have your boat too, by the yeah. way, oh. while we're at it? Yeah, no, you can. Legend. <laughs> Shot. There we go. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> can I have your bareback horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bareback and horses, eh? So I did a bit of that yesterday afternoon. Jumped on, took the dogs, and I think we're going to start a segment out of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be an Insta, Insta-based one on the Insta book, Instagram, whatever the fuck they call it. But um, we want to see how you walk your dogs. I'll post the first one tomorrow. I'll go first. On the old Pub MO podcast? On the Pub MO podcast. So it'll be up probably Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Done. Done. Let's get into that. Yeah. What else you been into? How's the farm going? Farms. Farms. <laughs> <laughs> farms. Yeah, let me talk about farms. All right. All right, let's talk about farms, Tony. I'm not a farmer, so I don't know, I don't know. There's, enlighten there's probably me. probably so many questions people out there want to know about banana farms and like, you know, the funny thing is I went to Melbourne a couple of weeks ago and you get in an Uber and you're like a fucking rock star to them because they're just so far out of their realm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I got you. And you just tell them I'm a banana farmer. <gasps> you're a fucking banana farmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this? What and the how fuck? do you do that? What's the tree look like? And is there snakes? That's one of the first ones. Oh, of course there yeah. is. Do yeah, you yeah, get yeah. bitten yeah. by snakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so first one. Is there snakes? <laughs> do you get bitten by snakes? Have you uh, ever been tagged? 
Yeah, I've been tagged. Yeah, what by? Uh, only a green, uh, brown tree snake. It's those night tigers, is that yeah, them? Yeah, they call they're them. They're cranky little buggers, aren't they? Yeah, daytime, they they just, um, it was in the trough and I just, <laughs> you know what fucking made it get me? What? I watched fucking Crocodile Dundee too many <laughs> times. <laughs> and it was in the water. Somehow they handed the hand and didn't see it and threw it in the trough and it was swimming in the water in the trough. Yeah. So I just put my hand in and just grabbed it up right up behind the head and just behind the head and it um grabbed it. Instead of pinching it, you're supposed to pinch yeah, it and yeah, hold yeah. your finger on top. Yeah. But I just grabbed it like squeezed a, a closed it. fist. Yeah. And just went to pull it out, and then I showed the backpack girl beside me. I said, "Oh, here it is, here." And then she goes, "Ah!" And then I'm like, "Look at it! It's trying to bite, bite me!" And I'm like, "Holy! Look at it! It's turning its head right! Oh, <laughs> it fucking bit me!" <laughs> True story. So, oh, that's too good. You can imagine what happened to that snake after it bit me. Yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. He didn't survive. He, didn't, he was Auschwitz. Auschwitz for the for the snake. And fair enough too. Fair enough too. Yeah. So, do, do you ever get any um like the the dangerous ones? You know, our big three up here. What taipans and and red bellies? Not in. I've only had them once in a bunch, but that was on a bunch that was on the ground that okay. had fallen over. The tree had fallen over, and we went to take the bag off it. Yeah. When we took the bag off the bunch and there's a big bloody taipan inside the bunch. So they don't normally climb? No. Don't they? There no, you go. I've never, never seen one in that. a bunch. Yeah. True story. Okay then. So they just I've stick to the I've heard they, they can, but I've never seen one climb. Okay then. And how long have you been farming for? Me, 20, 1996. Yeah, right. Okay then. 1997, we'll say. So what's that? What's the, what's the date oh, now? Carry, carry <laughs> two, five, so four, this is, uh, yeah, I don't know, 28. Yep, something like that. Yeah, about 27, 28 years. Yeah. Yeah, okay then. And I, pretty much the past five years I've stopped really like doing too much of the carrying of the bunches and stuff like that. Even yeah. though every day I do, I still carry one or two loads every day. Just like you got to set it. You got to set as a boss. You got to set an example. Yeah, hundred percent. I know so, exactly what you mean. Especially in a to, game like that. Yeah, you, you still got to do. do it just to show that you can still do it and do it better and faster and quicker yep. than what they can do. Yeah. So that's main Good reason. On you. Good <laughs> on you. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and in bananas, that's one of the made. I, I sat me young fellow down on the weekend. I said, "What do you really want to do when you leave school, mate?" And he's like. I don't know, I'll probably work on the farm. I said, yeah, mate, I had all these grand ideas when I left school and, yeah, the week before I left school, I realised I was going to fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. And I said to him, mate, if you work on this farm, you have to be able to do everything just as good or better than, than all your else. workers. Yeah, 100%. Otherwise, you just they're just going to take advantage of you. Mate, it's, it's one of the best business models there is. It mm. just is. Leading by example. Yeah. It's been that way where humans are followers naturally. That's it. It's in our nature. But to step up and, and, and still run like that, you got to these days. You yeah. just do. Otherwise, it's just too easy for people to walk out and it's hard to get staff at the moment. Yeah, it's really hard. Hey, thank God for the, the, the Hawatuans and the backpackers and, the backpackers and that sort of stuff. That's, yeah. that's the ones that saved us actually in the past probably four months now. Yeah, really? Backpackers. Yeah, true. They've saved us, yeah. Yeah, I even noticed around town there's a lot more hanging around. Mm. They've all just kind of out of nowhere, like like you said, in the last four months. It's just kind of jumped right up, which is good. Yeah. It's good for you guys. Yeah, we, we needed them. I'm, I'm happy they're back. They're, they're a little bit different 
humans to what they used to be, though. <laughs> oh, mate, I think that's just this next generation, brother. <laughs> yeah, just couldn't We're softer, old, eh? Softer each oh, year. yeah. <laughs> couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. But you do get some good ones. Yeah. And it's like everything you get. I just find you get the ones from the Eastern Bloc and like Estonia, yeah. Germany, yeah. those places. Most of them are fucking good workers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Italians, it's a mixed bag with Italians because yeah. they're coming from a country that's pretty much broke. So yeah. they know they have to work, but they're still a lazy race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or breed. Whatever. Yeah, what do you call that? Yeah, race? I know. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- ca- yeah. Yeah, race. Yeah. Um, you notice it too with those, like you said, those Eastern Bloc Europeans and that sort of thing. There's a real hard nose about them, isn't there? Mm. That's why those, all those Dagestani boys in the UFC are going so well. Yeah. They're monsters. <laughs> they're just like, they might only weigh 52 kilos, but they're freaking monsters, those yeah. boys. And it's that attitude. You've got to have it. I need to turn a fucking light on him. I'm just going to pause it for a second because I can't see it because this this machine is just glowing and I can't see you. I've got I've got this I've got this nice little glow of your mug just lit up from underneath. It looks like it's either a horror movie or yeah. some sort of weird. I'll porn do a here. video and I'll put it online. What 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 it looks like in here you, at the moment? You got to leave it there now. This is what it looks like, everybody. I can't even see joy in the dark. There. In the dark. Look at me. Am I glowing? Glowing, all right. <laughs> All right, right, go on. Turn pause. the light on. Go. There, so I turned the light on and John Nelly see. fell off his chair. I did, actually. <laughs> I didn't realise how dark it was. <laughs> yeah, so bananas, bananas, bananas. Yeah, what else you got? Oh, he's got headphone issues. There we go. Yep. There we are. You've got to hold your tongue the right way with I these do. bloody I things. Do. <laughs> That's what I don't she said. I understand why. Most microphones these days and everything, or headphones, have the the quarter jack, but they still everything sells the three quarter jack end. Yeah, I know. And, and so you've got to swap. You've got to get those I've adapters. I've never though. ever bought an adapter that you push it all the way in yeah. and it works. Yeah, hundred percent. I know exactly bullshit. what you mean. <laughs> all right, so bananas. You've been doing it for you, bananas. Let's go bananas. <laughs> so you're um, you've been doing it for whole working career now. Yeah, pretty much. I left school. I left school a week before um, exams. <laughs> <laughs> and then started working bananas. <laughs> Just trying to make a statement. <laughs> oh, no. The old boy said to me, uh, what are you doing at work today, mate? I said, oh, he has exams today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks like you're working bananas for the rest of your life then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's put you in good stead. Yeah. It's put you in good stead. I've been, I've been like pretty privileged to be brought up. I have been brought up like the yep. old boys at heart. Well, probably are hands down. If you ask around this town, people will say he's probably one of the hardest workers in Innisfail. Yeah, okay. And it's he's like just doesn't drink piss, doesn't smoke, doesn't do yep. anything. Just went to work every day. That's all he ever. It's a good did. example, isn't it? And it's a hard example to <laughs> keep up to. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you do, and because uh, you and it's you and your brother Dan. Yep. There. How does yeah. that work out? Yeah, um, next question. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you there's some tense moments. That'd be awesome. I reckon there's a few people out there that have either have worked with family or are currently working with family and I've never met too many that get along too well. (laughs) It has its challenges, (laughs) eh? It has its challenges, Oh, it's just like a um, constant battle just to assert your authority. 
to a point, and it's like, oh, especially older brother, younger yeah. brother. And that's the thing. That's that's how it is. He's a couple of years older than me, so he's still got to try to push the authority over me. I'm like, mate, I'm 44. Canel. <laughs> I'm Let's tra- just meet I'm halfway. A- Let's yeah. meet halfway, bro. Come on, halfway. <laughs> the other thing is I sort of remind him every now and then, I'm a trained brown belt and you're a trained banana farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you're a you trained fan belt, mate. It. That explains it. <laughs> now I understand the jiu-jitsu thing. Okay. It all falls into place now. Yeah, cool. So um, how many acres you got? Um, I've got two. I fell over on a chair on the way in here. <laughs> Hit me in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we've got uh, about 300 at the moment, 300 cutting off, yeah. Far out. It's so, a lot of fruit. Yeah, I think we spoke about it's like how many football fields or something we worked it out. To yeah, well, another oh, podcast. I've forgotten yeah. now. I think an acre was uh, an acre was uh, a bit over one and a half. I think something. so, something yeah. like that, yeah. 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 So it's because we've got to spread out, spread out over four farms that sort of you can't really see – how big it actually the volume. is. Yeah, the volume yeah, of yeah, it yeah. is. But yeah. even 150 acres, if you get up in a plain sort of view, it's, it's a pretty big property. It's yeah. a sizable block of dirt. Yeah, mm. it is. Eh? Yeah. And machinery, you must have some. Yeah, we've got probably around 20, 20 tractors and we've got five bag of machines and, uh, yeah, then you've got all the other small things, utes and stuff like that. And, and out, of those, out of those machines, like are they getting used on the daily? Or Pretty at least much weekly? Probably 90% of them are. Really? Yeah. Far out, eh? Yeah, so we've got like a big tractor. We do all our offsetting, so that's only in the dry time sort of thing. Yeah, okay. So yep. That one doesn't move. And then, yeah, then we've got a few like just for spares in case, yeah, okay. some, some shit in case something goes down. And slashing tractors and stuff like that. So we slash usually at the end of the week. Yep. Because now we, um, up until a few years ago, we used to have to not worry about slashing the inside of our rows, but... They've got this reef rescue program where we've got to pretty much manicure our, our whole farm every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing about that. How long has that been in place for? Um, I think for about a year now. Do you reckon there's been any benefit to you guys? Yeah, there is. There yeah. is? In what way? Uh, machinery. You're, you get less um, breakdown of like your bag machines and stuff because you've got grass in your rows instead of mud sort of thing. So oh, okay. the grass actually like holds the holds it all ground together, together a bit better. Where <clears throat> years ago everyone just sprayed the rows because it's all about not letting a weed eat your fertilizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort yeah. Of thing. But now just it's to like, kill everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now that that was my father's way of everything. Was yep. I grew up we had to kill every weed that came into your farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're like the grass is our friend to a point. Yeah, you sort of keep between the rows where you drive your tractor. That's grass, and then you kill everything sort of between around the those, base. Yeah, around the base of those. Yeah, okay. Then. That fertilizer is so expensive. You don't want your weeds eating that up. That's exactly right. You want your tree to be eating it. Have you found, as the years have gone on, have you looked into things like this permaculture and and you know alternative ways of farming? Because everyone talks about it so much. You know, everything yeah. should be done organically. Everything should. And be everyone done talks about monocropping's well bad, but. I've never seen a good outcome from like more than one crop getting grown at once on the one like to yeah. scale. Everyone can scale it. Look at us, we're doing it. We're awesome. It's like, yeah, but you're also growing growing fifty black fucking acres of gundry at the back to pay for all this shit too, you hippie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. So yeah. 
And they, those types of things are all well and good, I feel, on, on the hobby farm. Yeah, well, They're if They're not you, feasible. Well, I think Rogan talks about this dirty. He does it with um, uh, cattle on a property and then he's got all this other stuff and he mixes everything in and all that. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Even that fellow says, if we had to do the whole world with this, no, we can't. Can't do it. No, that's can't exactly right. No. So all the people out there that think, oh, you're doing something bad, you're monocropping and all that, it's like, well, there's no other option if yeah. you want to eat. Yeah, that's exactly right. We'll give you a gun. You can go shoot some of your friends if you want. Yep. That's yeah. the only way you're going to stop all that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you find, um, obviously, up here, the temperature, the climate, it's the place to be for bananas, isn't it? Really? Today was. Today was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, last week wasn't it. But the, last week was a good week for beavers. Yeah. <laughs> right. We needed some dams last week. <laughs> Far out. Yeah, this week, the um, yeah, today, just the, the gods... Gods have shined on us. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. Everything's just dried out really nicely. And I'm like, thank Christ Actually, I heard on Triple J this morning, it's so funny because you know how they're so like anti against um, global warming and all this sort yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah. They're all like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They've actually come out and said this morning, oh, it's actually, um, this is one of the coolest years we've had in Australia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but there's still global warming. It's like... Well, there's no but, like, there's... Yeah, 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 I know. It's called seasons and... <laughs> and and cycles. It's cycles, cycles yeah. too, you know, and they usually talk a bit in weather patterns. It's seven-year cycle. Yeah. Weather, weather with farm and bananas, because they're not the strongest tree in the world, are they? No. So cyclones would be your worst enemy, wouldn't they? They are our worst, and even storms. Really? Yeah. We... It's the funny thing. That's, like, bring come, going back to, um, like... What, 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 what do you call it? What, global warm, what, 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 <laughs> weather patterns, global yeah. warming, El yeah, Nino, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Back, uh, up until about probably 10 years ago, we never had a storm hit in this file that caused any damage. True. There might be the odd couple ones up in the back of Narada. Yeah, but that's, but that's coming off the top of the hill. That come all the way through and wipe out all the way to the ocean, sort of thing. But in the last 10 years? Last four years, we've had three. True. And I've, we've been hit by all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Because you're in a bit of a funnel here, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, like spot. A, yeah, because if you go up the back where I live, up back of Palmerston, mm. if you go, there's a Mamu Tower where that you can yeah, actually Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the kids have done skywalk. that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, actually. You can, Where that tower is, you can actually look to the east and see Flyingfish Point. Oh, can you? Yeah. You can look straight through the valley. It's like a big, just like funnel going... Cyclones, storms, that's all it is, isn't this it? way. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the way wind follows hills. And what sort of, you know, when you say you've had three in the last three years, what sort of loss would, it, would you reckon you had? Um, one last year was about 80% of hanging fruit. So anything that was hanging was on the ground. Far out. Uh, the year before was about 50%. Yeah. No, it was actually worse the year before. It was like 90. Far out, really? Yeah. So it's like a Category 2 cyclone came through. Okay. The amount of wind. Yep. And um, anything over Category 1, you're looking at at least 50% of damage. Once, you, when you talk about, the, you know, fruit being on the ground, are you able to salvage it? You can to a point. We sort of go, if they're sitting on their, still staying upright yep. and on their bum and only the bottom hand sort of in the in the mud. In the, in the rubbish, yeah. Yep, you cut that bottom hand off and you might be able to, Put a bit. This is only in those times. Usually, yeah. if it happens during the week, you just cut them up because you've got so many other ones. But this is when you've got to recoup some type of cost yes. for the next 12 months. Yep. 
that's when you got to deal with uh, picking some off the ground. And they um, we're not supposed to pick them up, but they sort of give a len- leniency to it, yeah, because they know what we've been through. Yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. Good. There's nothing so wrong with should. the fruit. It's no, 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 absolutely not. Of course, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, just, everything's just still perfect. But this yep. has been uh, on the not really on the ground. It's still no. Off it's the just ground, it, yeah. the tree's fallen over. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad they do that. Yeah. That's good. So they should. Yeah, and that's that's probably one of the harder ones because we've um, actually been taken advantage by a few agents over the years mm. that have promised us good money for those. Yeah, and then kicked us up the ass. And, and that's like the biggest kick in the gut. You just lost your whole property, your whole farm, and then the agent said, I'll give you, mate, if you get them to us this week, as soon as possible, I can give you $60 a carton for those. Yeah. And then the bill comes and the check comes in the mail and you've got $20 a carton for them. What do you think is the biggest threat to your farm? I think it's uh, OH&S and red tape. Okay. OH&S, how so? Oh, it's just um, it's gonna like it's getting worse each year. Like yep. um, workplace health and safety stuff like that. We 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 go like we've had them go through us. We we're, we're sweet, mm. but it's more about paying. You need to get audited all the time. Yeah. by these people, yep. and when they come, guess who pays for them to come and audit your farm? You do. Yeah, mm, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and there's there's probably five people come now. Is there really? A year. Yep. To audit us, go through our farm and say, oh, are you paying your workers? And they go through all your paperwork and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. That's SEDEX and then there's another one, Fresh Care, and they, then they go through – Fresh Care is a full-on full one. They go through everything. Really? Every chemical you've used. If you've yep. got no, one thing out of line, you get a fine or you get a warning. Really? And, and red tape, like my old boy said it, red tape is just ruining this industry. Can the industry survive long term? It'll, I think it'll survive, but I think it'll be, it's just going to be a whole lot harder to make good money out of the industry. Yeah. And I think there'll be a lot of people's like, it's like, if you, I don't know if you've looked into growing bananas or anything, but I rate it as probably one of the hardest jobs you can get in yeah, Australia. Okay yeah, right. I, like I've I've done concrete. I've done a lot of stuff. Concrete's good. It's one of the hardest jobs to ever do yep. for that hour. Yep. And then it dries, and then you drink piss all fucking afternoon. <laughs> so you're not. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're waiting humping, game, if you're humping bananas from six in the morning to four in the afternoon. Yep. And you average probably three hundred carrying three hundred bunches a day each. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's physical. It's taxing, isn't it? Yeah. When and I was yeah. when I was living over west, I was tying steel with my old man for a while. Yep. Typical bloody Maori, <laughs> tying steel or scaffolding. Yeah. And, um, oh, that was one of those jobs yeah. too where you can't hide. No. And that's, no hiding. that's another hard job. Yep. Construction, that sort of stuff. When you're, <clears throat> you're in it and yeah. you have to do it, you have to get it done, that's, that's a hard fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with bananas, it's, there's no hiding because there's rain, yeah. hail or shine. Yeah. Your job's got to get done. We've got to send bananas every week of the year. Far out. And people don't realise. They're like, oh, so when they come into seasons, like, there's no season, mate. This is it. It's every week. I, and I never knew that. Mm. I thought you guys still were seasonal, for want of a better word. No, yeah. Well, we we say that when we go into winter, yeah. 
things just slow down. Yeah. They don't stop, but when the cooler weather comes in, yeah. they don't fill out as much. So yeah. you tend to have a bit, little bit more time to get stuff done. Yeah, okay. But um, but it's still, yeah, there's no f- taking foot off the accelerator. Yeah. The only time we can take our foot off the accelerator is when we get hit with a cyclone. Yeah. Because for like a month after the cyclone, you could, it's probably the hardest work, I reckon, in the world. <laughs> really? Besides What's them, the process? What's the process? the people in the Congo, whatever, doing yeah, of course. all that yeah, sort of shit. Yeah. But uh, first world work. Yep. Because uh, usually after the cyclone, it's usually 40 degrees, 90% humidity. Muggy. And you got no fucking shade. Yep. And usually and no breeze either. No breeze. And mm. you're also in the, in the middle of the mud paddock cutting trees up. Like hundreds of thousands of trees with a cane knife. You got to pull a bag off the bunch. You got so you got to cut the bunch, pull the bag off the bunch, store that, carry it, carry all that what you're storing to the next bunch and next bunch, and then you make a big bundle by the end of the row, and then you got to go to the next row and back Far down there. Out. And, and every so it swing gets chopped up by hand. Yeah. So every swing is like you're killing someone. That's how hard you got to swing your knife. To chop their yeah, head off. Yeah, right. Okay, then. And they're sharp too, I'm guessing, yeah, eh? Yeah, they're sharp yeah, yeah. and you've got to cut at the right angle and you're doing probably four or five cuts <laughs> each tree. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> What's the best injury you've seen? Oh, all right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> on. On me or? <laughs> no, nah, I don't give a shit who it was. Just the best one you've seen. Oh, the best one I've seen. I'll shout out to my mate Caleb Hanaway here. I actually spoke to a follow about this the other day. He was cutting cutting hump and humping on a, on my farm and... He was carrying a, a – he cut his bunch yeah, and he put his uh, – I uh, know, this other fella cut a bunch and put his knife in the tree. Yeah. And um, and then the um, – so then he walked back to the trailer with a bunch on the shoulder and Caleb walked across and seen that he didn't cut his tree down. So yeah. he was like, oh, he must have left the tree, so I'll cut his tree down. Didn't realise that the knife was in the tree still. Yeah, right. So he swung the knife, the, uh, the bunch fell – Flicked the knife, uh, the, the tree fell, flicked the knife out of the tree, sprung up and just cut like a big vagina in the middle of his forehead. No, you're kidding, really? <laughs> Far out. All the way to the bone? Yeah, you can see the skull. It was just all white. Holy. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably 70 centimetre skull. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> How many stitches? Oh, I don't know. I just... Um, oh, that'd be plastic surgery and everything. No, nah, he just... I think he could just got it fucking... Did he? Yeah. Staunch fella. Yeah. What a staunch <laughs> fella. Town. Yeah, bro. That's, that's a story. Yeah, that's a story. But there was another one, the same sort of, not the same setup, but the same, like this fella was a backpacker. And he was a bit of a weird dude, like didn't really talk to, didn't get along with anybody. Mm, bit of a loner. Bit of a loner. Bit like bit me, of, I'm a bit of a loner. <laughs> but I don't know, he's just a bit weird. So <laughs> I was on the tractor and all I heard was, Fuck! And I'm like, oh, no, what's going on over here? I had a mate, another follower named Tom Bush, local follower. He um, went to – he was teaching him how to cut and hump. Yeah. Teaching this other – the backpack how to cut and hump. So he, he put a nick in the tree, but when he put the nick in the tree, he put a two big one so the tree started falling too fast. Yep. So he he um, started to cut the bunch for himself, but he didn't tell the backpacker to stand back while I'm – While he did it. And so the backpacker ran in to get grab the bunch Ugh. and he swung the knife and just cut like a big, like from his corner of his mouth all the way up to his eye. Like a joker. Yeah. Far out. <laughs> oh, man. Just sliced it clean open all the way up there. Far out. 
<laughs> well, maybe this is the reason occupational health and safety's done a shit button. Come on. Sounds like Friday the 13th on your fucking farm. I've got to be honest. This was, this was 20 years ago. Okay. So, have you... We, have you, we do training and all that sort of stuff now. Oh, you got to though, don't yeah. you, these days? you got to train. In every industry, you got yeah. to train. But going back to that follow... <laughs> We were freaking out. We thought, fuck, we're going to get hit with OHS. Yeah. He's going to go to town on us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, we didn't hear boo from him. And the, two nights later, I drove past the fucking backpackers in town. Yeah. And here he is, out the front. He's got the seat and a big semicircle of just backpacker chicks and blokes oh, all around him. And he's telling the story <laughs> of how he got cut. <laughs> <laughs> he was a proper legend for the whole week, <laughs> the rest or, of his stay. He had no skin on it for a couple yeah, of yeah, months. Yeah. <laughs> chicks dig scars, mate. <laughs> they do. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, far out. Have you, ever had, have you ever had anyone die on your farm? No. No, good. Touch wood. Yep. I was actually thinking about that today. I was like, we've been pretty lucky because there's not, not saying there's not a lot, but there's been a few farms around here that have had a few deaths. Yeah, coming from the hospital service too, we, we often have people coming in with injuries from machinery. Mm. A lot. A lot actually. And yeah. quad bikes. Quad I know bikes are the worst. A lot of people, yeah. I know a lot of people hate them, but when you've worked in a rural hospital and you see how many people come unstuck on quad bikes, bro, far out. It's and, a lot. It's a lot. Most of the time, it's hobby farmers. Yeah, it is. They reckon most of the deaths on tractors are like hobby farmers. Hobby farmers, because they don't know their machines. Mm. They're like, oh, I'm f- get 55, get myself on a 10 acres and I'll <laughs> slash it over a weekend. Hey, and- <laughs> you leave us 10 acre folk alone, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but as long as you're on flatland, you yeah. can't roll that. <laughs> yeah, well, not necessarily true. <laughs> Got a river down the back. <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> Just ending it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So you've been at it for y- your entire career. You've got some skill set out of it, though, haven't you? Oh, you pretty much. Because you can, like, I've seen you. You can weld. You can build shit. You can, you're a little bit handy with the electrics and all that sort of stuff. Like, there's not much you won't tackle now, is there? No, no. As a farmer, it's the price of everything's just going through the roof to actually do all that stuff. And to find yeah. the people to do it. You know how hard it is to get an auto electrician in this file? Oh, that's, that's incredible. That's not a fucking thief. I know. I know. Yeah, not naming names, <laughs> but fuck. I know. It's I'm, un- no, I'm, I'm about this far off fucking name and name too. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you, man. I hear we still go to Cairns for just about everything, eh? Yeah. We really do. I think sometimes competition is good. Yeah. And I think uh, locally we used to have a fellow named Osto and he was per- brilliant. He'd yeah. come – at the drop of a hat, he'd just like have his like three or four clients that he was loyal to. Yep. And boom, he'd come at the drop of a hat. Yeah. But now we've just got people that sort of, oh, you know, the cane season's on. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit flat out. It's like, mate, I've got this machine that if it doesn't go, there's 30 people standing here looking at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but there's harvester, you know, he's got to get going in six months to to start the season. I'm like, yeah, no, we've got to go now. <laughs> Are you trade qualified, diesel fitter or anything like that? Nothing. Your brother? Nothing. Really? No, and that's like there's a few farmers around here that have done that. Yeah. And they don't fucking use it, even when they've got it. Yeah, okay. I can name four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, let's not incriminate any lazy cunts. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a few around that have got the qualifications and then they call yeah. in a mechanic or call in a builder. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Contract everything out these days, don't we? Yeah, and it's like, mate, that, that's where you cut your costs. Yeah. 
Yeah, doing it yourself. If you can do it yourself legally, yep. go for it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and, and like you said, legally. Yeah. Yep. It's always, yeah. yeah. You've got to these days. You can't oh. fuck around with that sort of shit anymore, nah, can you? You just can't do it. Matt Wright should have learned that. Actually, I've, I've, um, I've got a few pics of me. <laughs> I, I, actually, I just screenshotted them where he, um, he put a thing up about Willow. Did he? The follow he, who he pretty much killed. Did he really? About I miss him. He's oh, tribute. Tribute. Was tribute. Yeah, because yeah, I think it was a year ago. Yeah. So he put that up. Yeah. And the fucking comments. Did everyone, <laughs> did they? Not everyone, but no. was, I just screenshotted a couple. <laughs> oh, there would have been some crackers. Because <laughs> yeah, I sent it to another follower that um, we know and and he was like, fuck yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I speak to a few people that know, you know, go to the territory a bit and all that sort of stuff and and it, it sounds like he, he could be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, but it sounds like it's going fucking too slow. Yeah, but it was always going to. He's a big celebrity, fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? But I heard that a lot of the, uh, apparently a lot of the pilots over there, they all do it. Yeah. They all turn oh, the clocks off. Pretty much they it. all switch the clocks off. When you're on a station, you think you're in the and middle of nowhere and you've got to fly this thing back every 100 hours, whatever, to fucking well, get serviced. Yeah, uh, 100 hour service and 1,000 hour rebuild. I don't know. If, yeah, I didn't even might even be less much. than 200 or might be. Well, for rebuild. No, it's 100 hour, you can do it your own, change the spark plugs. Yeah. And then it's 200, you've got to go back to a certified. Yeah, right. Okay. Or then. 250, something yeah. like that. It's pretty fucking. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot for them to wear, but you can't. Can't corners, man. Not in a machine like that. No. Not it's not it's... like a tractor or a truck where you can jump out the side. Yeah. Especially What's when, a person's life worth? Especially when you're <laughs> dangling below the motherfucker. <laughs> like you've got no chance of jumping off that. <laughs> yeah. So it said something, said something about um, Paul Willow and stuff like that. And yeah, fucking yeah, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. No, didn't. There's well, no question the that. He's a fucking good dude. He's a well, good lad. And uh, one follower wrote, "Anyone the cause of the death?" <laughs> <laughs> Other follower said, <laughs> "This all went pretty hard. What happened with your arrest in connection with all this?" <laughs> And uh, if you check the, one of the likes, one of them's mine. <laughs> yeah, was it? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's too good. Yeah, yeah. So, there's people that fucking troll. People are him. People are him. <laughs> Far out. I don't know what he was thinking. I reckon he would have Joe Rogan that one and didn't check the comments that one for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking oath. Oh, mate. You'd be out of there on that. So the, uh, the banana growing process from start to finish. In a nutshell, if you could summarise it, like what kind of order do you do, do, you do shit? From say growing? if you've got yeah, say growing. So everyone thinks. I'd like to like put it out there. What do you think? How do you think a banana first starts off? Well, doesn't it, isn't it a shoot off off a main plant? We call them suckers. Suckers. Yeah. A sucker. Is it a so sucker off the main plant? So pretty much, if you what's something like it. Like you just got your succulents and stuff like that, but mm. base of a banana tree, there's usually if if you plant one, there's usually four or five come up around it, yeah, smaller ones, yeah. And if you dig into the soil and bust that out of the ground, yeah, you can cut that base up into four four usable pieces that will all bear a tree. Yeah. Okay. So if you can cut that, you cut knock that tree out, cut it into four pieces, or you can sometimes get six to eight. And if it's plant, you can get like twenty. Because there's so many suckers growing, you tip them out and you get them all and just... Yeah. Okay then, all right. So you can get a fair amount out of one tree and say, so, yeah, you cut them up and then you put them in a bag and then you go and 
put a, a work your paddock up, put a – we've got a planter where we um, put them in these big one-ton um, fertiliser bags. Yeah. And then we pull them out of the bag and drive along with a tractor and every two metres it clicks and we just drop them drop into the in. hole. Yeah. Yeah, okay so, then. But plant them face down so they sort of make like a hook into the ground because a lot of people stuff up and plant them face uh, up. Ah, okay. And then they, when you get a storm or something, they roll out real easy. Yeah. So if you plant them face down, they make a hook and get more into the soil. Yeah, gotcha. Stuff like that. See, so, look at that. All right, all right. And what sort of fertiliser do you put in at that point, if any? At that point, it's just um, super, we call it. It's just yep. a, like a urea-based, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's a real, yeah, real urea smell. And you get that, you buy that by the, what, half tonne? Ton? Yeah, we don't have to use too much of that. It's okay. just, yeah, you, nearly a tonne does a whole farm. Yeah. Oh, wow, all right then. You don't have to use fuck all of it. Yeah. Some of these fertilisers are absolutely, they're just steroids, aren't they, for plants <laughs> nowadays, the commercial grade yeah. ones that you can use. Yeah. They make it grow quick. Yeah, and that's what my brother did today. He spent half the day fertilising one one part of my farm. Every like couple of weeks we're doing, we've got to put out 30 tonne of fertiliser. Wow, true. And it's just every, like, every, like, we do it every six weeks to that paddock. Far out. Yeah. And for those of you that, that don't know at home, the cross of fertiliser has gone through the roof, hasn't it? Mm, three times. It used to be around 800, now it's like 2,400. A ton. A ton, yeah. Far out. Just because someone's playing games overseas. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't understand how we're not the self-sufficient country yet. No. We can grow everything in this country. <laughs> there is a climate for everything. I, th- I just hope that the stuff that the rest of the world can't get, we're fucking them over. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Not <laughs> bending over. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's jack up our iron ore prices. <laughs> but then that only goes straight into Gina Reinhardt's yeah, pocket anyway. And it so goes I mean, a couple of people's yeah, pockets. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, I heard that the um, iron ore um, percentage that Western Australia gets, mm. hasn't the percentage hasn't risen since 1960. Yeah. It's like it 6% fifth, or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just ah, it's, the it's an absolute rule. Yeah. And they pay no tax. And it's They're like, earning trillions of dollars a year and they don't pay any tax. It's like, come on, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> if you're going to crucify us, at least crucify one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you, you put it in the ground, cover it up, lots of water, not much water? Uh, in the first couple of weeks you need a lot of water on them every night pretty much. Okay. and you Until, just, yeah, you... Especially for the first couple of weeks. You need to get irrigation on them straight away. Yep. So all your Especially rows have got irrigation in them? Yep. And every you just, row. Every row and that just gets reused that row each time? Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, they, they um, after that, once they shoot to the surface, you can sort of pull back a bit on your irrigating. Mm-hmm. Not as much. You don't have to go every night, whatever, but every couple of nights. Yep. And then um, they'll shoot through the surface and then we usually spray a pre-emergent just to stop all these weeds growing. Yeah, I've heard of this stuff. So that that stops like otherwise we have to spray four or five times to kill these weeds. Really, but if it's you that kill good, the that stuff. If you kill the seed yep. before it hatches, whatever, yep. it stops it like dead in its tracks. In its tracks, it's so good. Yeah, right. Okay, then. And it's just say like everyone's like, oh, it's a spray, but you're actually saving on chemical and saving by how using much chemical one you stop use shop. by using one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get three. it. I get it. Mm. Yeah. Because you guys are, as farmers, everyone around here is conscious about what's going into the water, oh, aren't we? You have to. You know what I mean? We both go to the reef every fucking weekend. We love it. <laughs> you know, and then you get these stories going around about farmers and the runoff. And, mm. and I have no doubt that if you go back 40, 50 years ago, yeah, it, it, there probably was yeah. some runoff and there probably and, was some shit going on. And the thing there. was, it wasn't the farmers 
wanting to do that. No. It was, that was the knowledge that they were given. At and the that, time. At the time. That's that the knowledge they had. That's what we thought farming was. Yeah. And it, it's changed. It's evolved. Oh. Hopefully it's not too late. You know, I mean, you look at what, go, what the, the impact a farmer has versus an impact that Chinese have, like, yeah. come on, don't take the piss. <laughs> um, so, yeah, right, they're in the ground covered up, lots of water. They shoot after how many weeks? After usually about a month, they'll start popping up. Yep. And, and then, then how long till they're ready to bear fruit? Well, that, that's a funny one because it just it depends on the time of the year. Usually it's 12 months from planting to cutting the bunch. Okay. The first bunch. And the tree's not a big tree when they grow their first plant crop. So yep. it's, it's the tree, like, only as high as, like, the guttering on your house sort of thing. Okay, yeah, right. Um, but up in like six months, you can have your bunch start shooting out. Can we're, you? We're going to cut some that's going to be nine months from planting to cutting onto a banana trailer. Wow. And it's just because this year has been a perfect growing year. Yeah, okay. We've had lots of like lots of warm nights, uh, not – not heavy, pissy rain. No, no, no. We've had just, good, consistent rain, consistent though, haven't rain, we? consistent rain, but mm. it's not, not full on. Because when no, it's no, full no. on, it actually chokes them and they don't want to grow as much. Yeah, okay then. But if you have, like, everyone locally says their farms have never looked better. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, they the just, best conditions. Mate, I, I gauge it on how many times a week I mow my, gra- my yeah. grass. <laughs> I'm down to about three, three and a half at the moment. <laughs> like, it's everything's growing at the moment. It's, yeah. it's beautiful, isn't it? Mm. It's amazing. We've got this persimmon tree in the front yard and we don't eat them but oh, someone said that uh, brenda down the road at the the fruit market she might sell them she wasn't really keen now got like 80 kilograms of persimmons yeah <laughs> in, in buckets at home i didn't even know what to do with them we were going to give them to the horses but horses can't eat them they fire they're no good no they're no <laughs> good for horses they'll kill them eh? mm. or the fructose uh, yeah well you know no it's actually in lychees are the worst yeah lychees will drop lychee seeds will drop a horse there's an arsenic in the. It is. That's exactly seed. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they blow it up. We know a young lady that actually lost four horses in 24 hours. Bloody hell. Because of lychees. Right? But it's okay. You don't grow lychees. Fuck lychee yeah. farmers. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, but you can't get the fuckers. They tie up all the Stockton bars. Do they? Yeah. Do they? They actually do. Well. Yeah, they tie up all the stock and, um, and then they won't, they'll get them people not to sell commercially to anyone else and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. Unless then. you mark what. Have you heard of Marcotting? Yeah, I have heard of Marcotting. I've looked, looked it on into, YouTube a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Because when yeah. I looked into it, I was like, fuck, what is Marcotting? How they, it's like grafting, but you put like a plastic bag with soil around That's right. a cut, but you sort of cut and jigsaw puzzle it together. Yeah. Then you put like a, a bag with with our soil in it and, and it'll, it'll send it'll out shoot roots. from there. That's right. And, and then, then you just, you just pull it off. off. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, crazy, it's pretty yeah. cool, that sort of stuff. But that sort of stuff, <clears throat> Marcotting, it, it, it doesn't – you don't throw a taproot. No. So then you have to use either trellises to hold your fruit up in, like, windy areas. Ah, uh, do you? So anything that's mark-ordered can fall out of the ground if you get in the side. Really cyclone. easy. Yeah. All right, I get you. So it's probably not suitable for but us they, up here. But they bear fruit ten times quicker. Yeah, gotcha. So, so once you've, you've cut fruit, it goes into a shed and the process is what? So the we put on a cut the fruit, put it on a banana trailer. The trailer goes back to a point system. Yeah, we put it on the points. The tractor puts it on the points, and then a truck will come pick it up off the points, drive it back to the shed. Yep. Then the sh- truck backs into the shed, pushes in like the top rolls off. So it's all like like nearly like a cane train sort of style system, like rolls okay. on, rolls off. Yeah. And then pushes into the shed, 
It gets hung, gets picked up. Every bunch gets picked up by a um, pneumatic, like hanging, like jig. Yeah, okay. Picks them up and then puts onto a chain. the The chain goes around into a um, wash wash bay, so it washes and cleans <laughs> like all the bunches. Like a drive through for bananas, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it washes that. It's all water. Just there's like fuck all. Chem- there's no chemicals in this part of the whole thing. So you get pushed through the wash bay. Yeah. And then it gets uh, taken around to a dehander. The dehander yep. cuts all the all the all the fingers off the off the bunches into hands, throws yep. them into the trough. Then there's a sorter. A person will go through and check all them all and pull all the crap out and split them into like no more than nine in a in a bunch. Yeah, okay, I get you. you know? yep. So when you go to Coles and Woolies, you'll see you'll you'll get you'll if you count there should be any no more than nine in one of those in each one. Yeah, yeah. So then that goes around to them, and then it gets put up onto the trough and it goes back to the packers and the packers pack it goes around to a stacker stacker puts it on puts it into a pallet we put 60 boxes on a pallet and, and each uh, each box weighs roughly 15 kilos 15 kg yep. okay then and then gets sent uh put onto pallets the then the truck comes picks it up and sent down to brisbane sydney so on a if you're busy and there's lots of fruit and you've had a great year how many trucks would you get out a day or a week or whatever it is? Uh, we can do two semis a day. So that's 44 pallets. So that's Far about out, man. 2,600 cartons. Wow. Yeah. Dead set. Yeah. So, And it's foot to the floor when it's like that? Yeah. Like you're, well, you're at, running? At the moment, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that's as, this is as busy we'll get. Yeah, okay then. Yeah. Is this expected for this time of year? Um. Like I said, we got hit with a couple of blows a couple of years in a row. Yeah. So we've hit a hole where other people haven't hit that hole because they didn't get hit with the wind. So it just puts us out of a bit of a seasonal whack. Yeah, okay. So we've got a bit more fruit than most people do at the moment. Okay, then. So it's been good for us, but um, that, those other people also had a really good time while we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While well, you were chopping trees up. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hard out. <laughs> and um, once it's picked, well, you said to me something interesting that I never wasn't even something I thought about. You never see a ripe banana, do you? I've, on my farm, I'll never see a ripe banana unless it's rotten on the ground. That's amazing. Mm. So how long does it take them to go from green at your place to yellow in coals? Within two weeks, yeah. They're taken down and they're putting the ripening facilities down south and yep. all gets done down there. You know the old, well, here's some pub ammo for you. We haven't Far had our, away. here we go. We'll do the toast oh, of yeah, the yeah. fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, do the toast of the fact. <laughs> we go, the what's fact. your pub ammo first? Oh, the toast of the fact. Oh, oh yeah. you, oh, you got to do it. Sorry about that. I'm That's stealing okay. your fucking you can job. Do it. You do it. You do it. If you've got one, if you've got one, fire <laughs> no, no, away. Have you got it? You got one? Well, look, I do, but it's not related to ah, what we're talking well, to. We'll so you do yours. You just want to drink your tequila. I do, actually. I'm a bit filthy that I didn't think about it at least 40 minutes ago. So... The old wives' tale, or, or it's not really a wives' tale, the reason why you don't take bananas on a boat. Yeah, okay. Is because they're one of the first things to ripen. And that usually sets off a gas and ripens every all the other fruits on the boat that you have. Is that what it was? So that's the main reason why there's you're not allowed to take a banana okay, on the boat. That's the old. I've never heard that. Yeah. I've never heard that. You take bananas on boats, though, don't you? Oh fucking no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do I. And my two berries are going to get ripe. That's <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, that's exactly right. 
<laughs> if, you, oh, no. if you watch As and all them strict, they always eat them on the boat. They reckon it's fucking shit wives' tail. Yeah, 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 I know. Because <laughs> I've had a few people that I've taken out over the years and like I'll pull a banana out of the esky and they, they yeah, look weird. at you like, <gasps> <gasps> how dare you, sir? <laughs> it's like you believe in that shit, well, fucking drop me off at the I ramp. Know. I know, that's exactly right. <laughs> going out with a fucking witch. <laughs> so how do you get bananas then? Do you buy bananas? You actually do. I'm buying off my neighbour. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a ripening facility. <laughs> oh, oh, that is too funny. But another, th- it's, it's shit to say, but I'm going to say it. The best bananas you can ever eat are paddock ripened bananas. Yeah. Where they've ripened on the bunch. Yep. And they've ripened like pretty much 100% naturally. Yep. You will never get a better taste than banana. Just sweet, hey. Fucking just sweet, like Sw- triple like the sweetness. It is, of it. isn't it? Yeah. I know. That's why I keep that. And you, you laugh at it, and you're entitled to that little hand, little stand of bananas that's in my backyard. So they're apparently really old. They've been there forever in a day. They and look it. Yeah, they look it. I know they look flogged. Now all I put underneath them is horse manure, right? Yeah. But I get regular. Like I've got. <sighs> 30, 40 kilos worth of bananas in the freezer. Yeah. Like I don't even keep them anymore because <laughs> the fuck am I The kids can't eat that many smoothies. <laughs> they try, but they can't do it. The toilet's <laughs> it was, blocked. It was unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I pretty much let them ripen on the tree. Yep. And just cut them off at the last minute. Yeah. But then you've only got a couple of days. Yeah, they go black very, very quick. quick. Very you've quick. You've got wallabies around too. But the missus, I just pulled a few hands not long ago and the missus made some banana cakes out of them just once Dang. they get to that dark stage yep and i'll tell you what man yep that's banana bread on a whole new level eh? yeah if you're doing any type of banana bread or anything you've got to let your fruit overripe why is that i think it's just the fruit uh the the um what a glucose fructose. level fructose, the fructose level yeah, yeah, is yeah, okay. really high it's high as it's going to be and it's nearly it's nearly turning into fermenting sort of thing yeah so right. It's right on the edge of it so how much um well we we didn't drink oh the, shit to the fact but I will drink to that. I like that one. Okay, I just I need a tequila. Because ah. my <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus. Um, yeah, my fact, completely unrelated. I've been thinking about getting a motorbike. I used to ride bikes all the time. Yep. You ever ridden bikes? On and off. I've on the road or on the dirt? No, on the dirt. Yeah. I've only – I had a sort of road dirt bike, mm. WR450. Yeah. And every time I got off it, I'm like, thank God I survived. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I used to, used to be a real fan of the high-powered road bikes, yeah. R1s and GSXRs and all that sort of stuff. And I can't do it anymore. Like I can't ride a bike like that anymore. And I'm like five for five for destroying high-powered bikes. <laughs> <laughs> like how I'm even above ground or vertical, I'll never know. <laughs> so I've taken that as a bit of a – a bit of a things, but I still look. I'd love to get like an old, an old. I don't want to say Harley because most Harley riders are wankers. <laughs> um, Shout out to uh, Dale Harley. My mate just bought one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> my mate Pimmy. My mate Pimmy and his fat boy. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll shit on him all. last night, and I said to him, "Mate, um, I don't. I just can't ride fucking bikes." And he's like, "Why?" I said, "Because you know how many people on fucking phones these days." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just wouldn't, yeah, if, I'd like a little cruiser that I could maybe just go to and from work and that's it. Yeah. Just a little cafe racer. But I got looking, right? So you've heard of like all these hypercars 
but mm. you no, can buy around petrol. the world. Or, you know, like the fucking Bugattis and the oh, Lambos. Yeah, the Bugatti all bikes like, too. yeah, they're just ridiculous, ridiculous. Top speeds of the in the 400s. Did you know that in Australia, for about 60, 62 grand, you can have a vehicle that can do that? Yeah. And it's called a Kawasaki H2. H2. And it's a one litre super bike that's got a supercharger on it. Fuck. So this fucking thing only weighs 240 kilos, but puts out nearly 370 fucking horsepower. Fuck me. It's limited, limited. <laughs> to, <laughs> to 500 kilos. <laughs> that's what going to say. It's limited to like 100 and, 130, 140 mile an hour. Yeah. Which is like a 260 yeah. kilometres an hour. <laughs> but without the limiter on it. This bloke over in Abu Dhabi, of course, or Dubai or <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, 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 one of those roads. There's that, ever seen that, those photos of that really big long bridge that they have over there with all the big high arches yep, up yep. above it? Yeah. So he got this bike to over 400 kilometres an hour and then back down to a standstill in the length of that bridge. Fuck. And you can buy, you, the average fucking Joe can walk into a Glacker dealership, drop 62 grand and get on one of those. Hey. And it's road legal. Fucking hell. So they, they rate him at about 400, between 400 and 415 kilometres an hour. My brother-in-law had an R1 a few years ago and he goes to me, um, I'll, I'll let you go for a ride on it. And he goes, I'll oh, just watch this. And he, we went along these roads at the back of like Sunny Coast. Yeah. Back of Traveston and all that, then the hills yeah. that go up and down. I was following him doing 60 and then he just took off. Within like oh, 10 seconds, he was a K ahead of me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. They're incredible. They're incredible. Like, I had an R1. It was one of my favourite. My R1 was probably my favourite bike and it was just manic. <laughs> Absolutely manic. Like people, a lot of ride bike riders don't shit on me for this one. You all know it's fucking true. But um, a lot of bike riders like to kind of talk down what bikes can do. Because if, if it really got out, if, if it amazes me that licensing and, yeah. and the traffic branch still let it go, man, because those things are out of control. Like, you'll pull 330, 340 oh. on, a, on a bog stock R1 now. Yeah. It's obscene. <laughs> like, it's just obscene. Here you go. <laughs> Have you seen the ones where they ride through the speed camera and they got their foot on the back? Over the number plate. Over the number plate and the one on the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. At, at the front is like they're doing the splits. <laughs> So, so back in my younger, sillier days, I actually got done for having a number plate hider on my bike. This little switch that you could switch and it just fogged up the the, the thing. So if a camera took a photo of it, it'd, it'd just get reflection. It yep. wouldn't get anything on it. And anyway, I forgot to turn it off. I forgot to turn it off. And this copper was behind me and he pulled me over and he was like, oh, what's that? And then he had to look around and saw the little switch. He was like... You're off to court, son. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and my tyres were balled up the middle at that stage too. Can't understand why. But you should have said they're, they're fucking balled anyway on these Oh, tires. man. So, yeah, I do miss riding, but um, no. No, not yet. It's everybody else. It's everybody else. I said I don't reckon I'd die from more, me stacking it. No. It'd be someone fucking It's all the other drivers, me. eh? You know, we, do, we even talked about it. And I, I don't I certainly don't put cyclists in the same category as motorcyclists. No, nah, fuck them. Um, they, they should be hit. Yes. At will. But, yeah. No, I've had a few. Not even will, some other kind. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple of close calls and I've been clipped by one car riding and that's not pleasant. 
That's not pleasant, <laughs> hey? Because there's a big difference between those twits are doing 22 kilometres an hour and me doing 107 yeah. kilometres an hour. 101, are we allowed yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Uh, all right. Anyway, sorry. That was my toast to the fact. We'd yep. already gotten stuck in. So um, back to farming. Nah, fuck farming. Fuck farming? <laughs> I've had enough of all right, shop. Done. <laughs> Well, thank you. you. See, I really love bananas. Thank you for yeah, <laughs> bananas. If I can work with them every day. Yeah, go to Woolworths and buy yourself a banana. That's get a what banana. I say. Support a farmer. Get a banana. Yeah, go to Woolworths. Get a banana up ya. Actually, we did have a couple of Woolworths commercials and stuff. Did you? Over the years, I've gotten the kids involved, and we had uh, Channel Seven come to the farm and did a full Woolworths thing on sunrise and stuff like that. I remember that. You <laughs> chucked a snake at that bloke, didn't you? <laughs> Was it a real one? Nah, it was a rubber one. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> he shit the bed too. Yeah, he did shit the bed. He shit the bed proper. <laughs> so I said to the producer, I said, I'm going to do this. And he goes, do it. <laughs> did he? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> they just love that shit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all about television, eh? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> what is the biggest snake you've had on the farm? I've actually took a video, uh, well, uh, on my Instagram. On my, I don't know if I put on the pub MO one. There's just the other day, I was like a... Um, Scrub python, yeah, it would have to be twelve to fifteen feet long. Oh wow, true. Yeah, in the in the bananas. Holy, and got, and that's what three 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 four meter snake. Yeah. That's a big snake. <laughs> it's actually, I think I put it on pub. Man. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, okay. Otherwise, I'll share it there. Um, and I had the venues that <laughs> I found it in the paddock. I was walking through the paddock and it was just curled up in a ball under the ground, sort of thing. Yeah. And I seen, looked down and seen it, so I got one of the venues and said, oh, can you come check this leaf? What do you think is wrong with this leaf? And he's standing pretty much on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, what's that, that at your feet? And he nailed it in the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the video. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they, they don't hassle you too much, though, do the big pythons? No, no, but it, it looked like it had like a cat in its guts or something or something big inside its guts. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. anything off my farm. Yeah, okay, then. <laughs> yeah, he's not maybe, eating bananas. He's not wallaby. eating bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Far out, there's some wallabies around at the moment. Yeah, but I've seen over the years. I um, one day on on the farm where we live now, where I, where we are at now, I come out in the end of a row and drove into the paddock, into the grass paddock a bit, and the mm. whole track that sort of tipped up on its side. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I must have hit a rock. So, and I looked down, and there was, I reckon, scrub python. It would have had to have been three hundred round. Holy shit balls! And when it I felt so bad because when I ran over, I broke its back. Yeah. So I would have killed it. Yeah. And when it moved off, fuck, at least 20 foot, at least. Really? I've never seen a fuck snake so fucking big in my life. <laughs> wow. Just it, it, but because it moved and then it, it's seen its back, I was felt so fucking bad. Eh, I know. They're a bastard. beautiful big creature, yeah. eh? I've and been was, out of, yeah, go. Yeah. And I was just so devastated that I fucking, I knew I killed it. Yeah. Even though it went away, it would have caught It would have died. Yeah, yeah. It would have got the better of it. Oh, easy fucking, what's five, six metre long. Oh, but just how round it was. Yeah, healthy. Yeah. A big healthy <laughs> snake. And the whole, like usually when they eat something, they're that round. But this was the whole snake was that round. It was just like that. Yeah. That's a big happy animal, isn't it? <laughs> I reckon it would have broke some sort of, some sort of record if I could have caught it. <laughs> oh, look, the, but all, the, all the wildlife around here is jacked. Yeah. Like it is. <laughs> you know, like a, a, a mate of mine that I do a bit of hunting with, with around here, he's just gotten into the thermal gear. Yeah. Like our mate Nathan was talking about. And um, the, since the start of the year, he's nailed 120 pigs just on his farms alone. Yeah. 
And they don't have huge property. They'd, they'd probably be, I don't know, a thousand, a thousand acres, probably. 400, three, 400? Yep. And he's got 120 pigs just with this night vision gear. That's good, eh? And he's, some of them, one of them, the biggest ones, 147 kg. Fucking hell. That's a big pig, man. Oh, yeah. Especially when they, because they, you know? they gutted at that weight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely mm. massive. But only young pigs too. Yep. Young pigs. Do you get many pigs on your farms? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We've probably, oh, I've got one farm. I see them nearly once a week. Yeah. And have you managed to keep them out of your farms? What do you do? Well, that's the that's the whole reason why I got the special gun I got, just mm-hmm. to stop the threat of Panama, like, because they, they bring all these diseases in their feet. I know, and that's the Through part, the farm. And that, like that, like you're saying before, what's the biggest threat to bananas? And that's that's probably one of the ma- most major ones. Yeah, is it's like um, the industry's been told it's got um, HIV and it's waiting to get AIDS, pretty much. That's yeah, how right. you put it. Yeah, and there's no cure, sort of thing. What's your take on it? Well, my take on it is it's um, getting contained fairly well. Yep, and. Um, I think different areas uh, move. I think it, it, it could have been here for years. Yeah, okay. Because there's a few um, types of uh, – there's Irwinia. So it's nearly cl- – nearly, everything looks exactly the same. It looks like you've got Panama but you don't. It's called Irwinia. And I've seen it over my whole growing up through the farms. I've seen – a tree will just die. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck's wrong with this tree? Mm. The old boys always said, don't cut that, don't cut that tree down. Just leave it. Just leave it. This was like 20 years, 30 years ago. It goes, yeah. is that Irwinia? And if you cut it with your knife and you touch the next tree, it goes into that tree. Really? And it's the same sort of shit as this Panama stuff. Yeah, right. Okay, then. So, they were, like the main thing with Panama is you don't touch the tree if it's got it. Yeah. Because you can pass it on because there's... Once they go into a, um, once a tree dies, it goes into a, they get, I think it's called clematospores or something. They get really bad. Yeah. But while they're sort of dormant, they're not as bad. Okay then. So, but my old boy, the main reason why he moved to North Queensland was he got the uh, race one Panama in his lady fingers down on the Gold Coast. Uh, on Mwollomba. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, within, yeah. A, within yeah. a year, his farm was dead. Far out. Within a year, his farm went from healthy to you couldn't even – there wasn't a standing tree. there. So it is is a proper real threat then? Yeah. Yeah. But that's race one. This is race four and it's in Cavendish. It's a different different breed and different stuff. Okay. um, Yeah, it's sort of a hard one because every country that has it, they still seem to be able to farm with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. um, Yeah, we were were sort of the last ones that didn't have it and it's just amazing how it – popped into the most um, spot where all the bananas are. Yeah. And every, we've had two diseases or two main things, threats to our industry, have popped right in the middle of that area. Is, is that a coincidence? Just, is that just up the road from the DPI? <laughs> <laughs> and it usually comes is that around, the spot? Is that, well, is that what you talk about? when they're running out of funding. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah. know. Let's not get started on conspiracy theories. Oh, well, fuck I'm it. having too much fun talking about farming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've had um, three major threats to the industry over over um, probably 20 years. Uh, okay. There's the papyrus fruit fly. Yeah, I remember, remember that. Remember we used to have to go to Cairns and you used to have yes. to pull over and they check your car for fucking fruit. Have you had any fun, funny stories about that? <laughs> no. 
I haven't. Have you got one? Oh, we got one. Yeah, you go. <laughs> so we fucking. <laughs> well, actually, I did one, but it wasn't this. This is another one that someone else did. They tied a follower up in the boot and like gagged him and made him look like he was getting kidnapped because they used to have to pop your boot to check it's in your boot. Yeah. So they popped the boot and old love's like, he's like, she got, she's like, you got anything in your boot? She goes, no. He's like, no, not really. And they popped the boot and almost like, in the boot and they reckon, she just closed the boot, she reckons, you're right. No, she didn't. And the cops fucking pulled him up and two came up the road. Was he out of it by then? Had he gotten out and into the yeah, passenger yeah. seat? Yeah, legend. But they got him for it. They uh, still got him they? in trouble. Did they? <laughs> oh, what a miserable sod. But, but fair I, enough. I did one where I just pulled the centre seat down in, in the back seat. So yeah. when the lady popped thing, I just jumped out and grabbed her. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good scare. Have you scared shit out of people on the farm with snakes and that sort of oh, stuff? Spiders? Done a lot of that stuff. The backpackers would lose their mind, wouldn't they? Pretty much that's my main thing I do every day. If I can't scare someone, I'm... Why go to work? Why, why go, go to work? work? Yeah. You failed. As a leader, <laughs> as a farmer, have you, um, have you thought about doing anything else? Oh, we're getting into a bit of cattle now. Yeah, okay. Cattle's good because main reason why, like, if you work with people over 30 years and you've had to deal with so much shit we've been through, yeah. cattle's good because you don't really have to deal with anyone. You're just dealing with cattle. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't, and if you yeah, fuck true. up, you fucked up. <laughs> and we have, we have a great amount of feed here too. Mm. We do. It's not ideal horse grass, but as far as cattle goes, yeah. no drama at all. Mm. You know, guinea, sedge, kaikuya, brachy. They don't, they grow, their grasses, they grow like absolute wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in this time here. of year. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we're having trouble. We've got to keep moving around paddocks and they're just like, we're not keeping up. They're just, the, the paddocks are overgrowing us. Are they really? That's why we've had to, I've just went to a sale the other day. My brother bought 20, 27 more so steers just to keep the grass down. How many acres versus how many steers you got? Well, we've only got like probably at the moment 100 acres fenced off. Mm. And we've got 100 115 beasts. And grass oh, we, up to the eyeballs? Grass is past the eyeballs. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> and half of them are heifers or most of them are heifers. So we're going to have like another 50 head in another Far few out. months. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Do you put uh, licks out for them, molasses, salt? We do, but the, around here the licks just... They, the rain just it wrecks them, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Go to pieces. Yeah, it's a bit hard. It's a bit and, hard. And because we're, we're wet a lot, we get a lot of fly. Yeah, as well. And that molasses just its breeding ground, then. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So it's 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 just hard to keep the fly off your beasts around here because it's wet all the time, and you got you treat them and stuff like that. And I'm also told we get a fair bit of salt air in the um in the atmosphere down mm. here off the ocean. So yeah. apparently the the salt intake isn't too bad for animals around yeah. here as well. That's pretty good. I didn't know that one. Mm. So, um, like I said, it's completely the opposite for horses. Horses hate this shit. <laughs> it's actually quite bad for them. We'll make them sick. Yeah. Oh, but they're, mate, they're fucking fairies. Honestly, God. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> if you want to see a 600 pound pussy by a thoroughbred, <laughs> fucker stands on, his, on a rock and he's like, oh, fuck, what happened? Oh, my God, Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> We've got the most spoilt fucking horses. <laughs> and because they're always walking on soft ground down here, whenever we take them anywhere, they go lame instantly because they're not used to walking <laughs> yeah, on anything hard. 
You take them out west and that sort of stuff and they shit the bed and they're lame for two days. They're <laughs> oh, out. Fucking horses. So we might as well um, finish up with a couple of quick stuff. Uh, we usually do the grub of the week and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Who'd you end up with? Um, I've got a couple. Oh, well, I'll talk about one that a real grub is the fucking that Bloomfield, Bloomfield croc dude. Oh, what a knobhead. What a full tilt knobhead. So if you want, pause it right here, everybody. Google YouTube Bloomfield, Bloomfield croc, attack. croc Attack 2023. And we're back. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, you just watched it. Mate, that was shit house, <laughs> wasn't it? What a fucking knobhead. He had, he, for, for number one, he's fucking got a camera sitting I know. there. Why, why did why? he do that? That's right. Is it to show off that he's on? Oh, I'm in a croc infested waterway. First, he, he sends his fucking dog in. He's, like he's a dead shit cunt. Dead shit, like like he is. And, he's a proper fuckwit. And I can I've I've got confirmation that he's a proper fuckwit because I know one of the rangers that tried to talk to him, yeah. and he wouldn't get interviewed by them afterwards. But they still had to shoot that four and a half meter croc that bit him. Did they? That's a shame. They had to shoot. Like fuck me, it's the Bloomfield River. That's yeah, the, I know. that's croc. I know. Fucking central. And it's just sheer stupidity, isn't it? It is. And people think, oh, it won't happen to me. And there's probably, don't get me wrong, there's probably been times where I've ended up, you know, a little bit deeper up to the knees than I should chucking yeah. a cast net or something like that up the Cape. But not like that. No. Not like that. Not, yeah. Especially not on a boat right. ramp where he lives. That croc lives at that boat mm. ramp. The locals <laughs> have known about him for yeah. years. He doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't bother anyone. You know, but I mean, yeah. And it was the poor dog and- that got it. How quick was it though? Dead set. Did you see? Uh, if Did, you, if mate, you slow it down, you'll fuck. see it come out of the water yep. and it fucking bites him. Then the dog jumps in to save his owner. That's right. And it just turns and grabs the, the dog and it's dog. gone. But if you, I think I, I watched it with the kids and it was all over and done with in yeah. like three and a half, four seconds. Yeah. But how he's laid on the ramp. Yeah. After it, can't you want to get about fucking 40 run, meters up that fucking ramp? Fucking run. <laughs> Don't sit there. Don't be under the impression that he might, he might not have his girlfriend laying right beside him. They were, yeah, it, it, I couldn't get over how quickly it knocked him off his feet, though. Yeah. The power. And you see the size and the of the speed. Oh, it was big, man. That was a big crocodile, eh? <laughs> like, you, you, you know, okay, you lost your dog, but you went and bought a lotto ticket because you're probably yeah. going to win. Fucking oath. That was incredible. Yeah. And, then, and then even once it grabbed that dog, that wasn't a little dog. That was nah. a big rottweiler. And it just disappeared. Gone. Gone. <laughs> and you barely even heard a yelp out of it. No, it was just. You just heard the water. Yeah. <laughs> when it turned. They're it, incredible, It eh? jumped, hit him, and then the dog jumped in and it just turned and grabbed <laughs> the dog and that was it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know. It was some of the most outrageous footage I've ever seen when it comes to crocodiles. Yeah. You know, like most people don't get to live to sell that kind no. of a tail. And I don't, I think that fuckhead, you should go back to your own country now and fuck off. He's from Victoria. No, I thought he was from, um, someone said he's from, he's a backpacker. Yeah, I thought he was just up from Victoria. I don't know. Oh, We're well, have to that's find a out. different. He's Mexico. We're gonna have Victorian. to find out. Wherever this cunt, <laughs> if, if anyone knows this cunt, slap him in the back yeah, of the head from us. Fuck off, fucking knobhead. I've because I've got crocs the same size as that. Nelly the same size as that in the river right beside me. And yeah, I got one behind my house that had not quite that big, but probably and, between three and, and four. And this ranger said to me, "Oh, is he causing you any trouble?" I said, "Mate, I said no, mate, leave him." And he goes, yeah. "That's right." He goes, "He goes, you you know why that's right?" And I said, "No, why?" He goes, "Because you know he's there." That's right. When you know they're yep. there, 
you treat them with respect. Yeah. But when you don't know they're there and they're there. Because they'll, they'll those big crocodiles, they'll keep the other crocs out. Yeah. And, and it's the two two to three metre ones that are cheeky. Mm. They're the real cheeky ones. And they're the ones that will have a – Exactly. Because <laughs> they're all fighting for that yep, spot if yep. you get fucked that big one off. Yeah. So the one behind our place, he travels between our place and the mill, I think. Mm. Uh, South Johnson Mill. Because there's that warm water that pumps out there. Yeah. He's a and big I, boy too. He's a big unit. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Like I said, I don't think he'd crack four metres, but yeah. whoa, he'd be bloody close, yeah. you know, and a healthy, big, fat crocodile. Because yeah. me and my neighbour went for a buzz up the river a couple of months ago and we come around this big bend heading up towards Boogan, the back of Boogan, and there he was just sitting up on top of this sandbank, proud as punch, eh? and he didn't budge. <laughs> we just zoomed past him on the other side of the river. He didn't budge. He just yeah. looked at us the whole way around. And then on the way back, we went past him again and he didn't move. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Got tickets on himself. Yeah. So that was that was the we'll say that's the fucking cunt of the week. That cunt me of the week. killed one of our fucking beautiful big crocs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. I reckon the only re- if they ever want to kill a big croc, they should have like put thirty thousand dollar tag on it. More than that. Oh, whatever. Like get more than that. A rich American come over here Absolutely, and he's allowed to shoot man. this fucking thing and make an industry out of it. Mate, they pay seventy to one hundred grand yeah. to go over and shoot a lion in Africa. Yeah. Make an industry out of the fucking thing. It would be a million-dollar industry overnight. That fucking thing there, they shot him and they would have dragged him yep. taken to the local dump. Yep. And I love them. I love the crocs. Mm. But there's a lot of them. Yeah. And there's nothing to regulate their numbers. No. But they do reckon – there's a lot of research that reckons that the croc numbers now are where they were pre-European settlement. Yeah. They I reckon, think – They reckon this is about as many crocs as – the ecosystem can support. Yeah, well, that's what, I'm, that's what I was about to say. Ecosystems yeah. will pull up. And that they do. They yeah. do. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of a, a one big croc every 20 kilometres, you've yeah. got one every four or five kilometres mm. now, you know, especially in this river system. Yeah. It's a healthy river system. Plenty of wallabies, plenty of pigs, plenty of fish. They don't go hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yet to see a skinny one down here. Especially the tilapia now in the river. Oh, no. That's a bit of a... keep them in there just for that. They get big too. Just to clean, clean them fuckers up. Yeah. I was going to get a compound bow attachment for the kids for their little bows so we can stand down the back because there's just a lot here everywhere. Yeah. Big ones too, like 50 centimetres. Did you know when I was a young fellow, you know where that croc is at the back of your house? Yeah. I speared from there up past the mill, shooting tilapia and throwing them up on the bank. In the water? In the water. <laughs> How old were you? 17. You're kidding. <laughs> Did the whole Far river. Out. Really? Me mate used to live across the river from you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Wade Pensini, you're out there? There you are, mate. Call out. <laughs> you mad bricks. Oh, no way. Oh, like, I'd love the idea. I'd love the idea of being able to go spear and barra. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd love to do that mm. in and around the mangroves and all that sort of thing, hunting big barra. That'd be awesome fun. Yeah. But they're the same place the crocodiles are, <laughs> and I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, another, probably the biggest cunt of the week. Was this other fella? Had a mate up here on the weekend. He put, went up, visited this fella to buy his car off him. Yeah. It's a nice old car. I don't want to say too much because where's my get around? He actually hasn't gone through with the transaction yet. So he's gone through, told this fella, mate, I'll give you what, what you wanted for it. We've, they struck a deal, they shook on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he came to me place that night and he said, oh, is it all right? We, we were sorting out how to go pick it up the next day or the day after. Anyway, while he was here, he got a phone call. Um, how you going, mate? And he's like, yeah, good. And he goes, oh, that 
that car. He goes, yeah. Um, another fellow offered me uh, five grand more for it. Um, I'm, I'm going to take it. And he said, yeah, but, mate, I um, pretty much shook your hand, made a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, said I'm going to put money in, in your account straight away. And you said, no, nah, it's all good. We've shook on it. Yep. Then he ran, rang back and said that. And you know what his excuse was? What? It's just business, mate. <laughs> and he had me on, he had him on speaker and I had a few Captain Morgans under me fucking belt. So I listened for a couple of minutes and then I said, just pass me that fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, mate, you're probably the biggest piece of shit God's ever shoveled guts into. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, who's this? I, said, I told him my name and I said, mate, you are honestly the biggest piece of shit God's ever fucking shoveled guts into. And he's like, oh, it's just business. I said, business means shit, mate. When you shake someone's fucking hand. Yeah, that's right. And you, 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 you're pulling this shit. Yeah. You're 70 years old. Was he? 70 years old. And he's playing on like this. He's a bushy. Was he? Oh, that's like no the, good. That's two things. He's a 70-year-old man, which they should have good values. Yep. And a bushy, which you times them by 100 well, you'd like to think so, but I tell you what, my experience, <laughs> the last couple of bushy experiences I've had, but I tell you, oh, they nearly ended in bloodshed. <laughs> they really but did. We got some good news out of it. We did. Uh, after that phone call, after I told him that, yeah, I uh, handed the phone back and then the conversation went for a bit longer Then we got a phone call the next day saying... No, mate, we'll still go ahead with it. Yeah, my head was in the wrong spot last night. And tell you, mate, just uh, just to relax. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bully cunt? <laughs> oh, big tough cunt, bigger than the seventy-year-olds. <laughs> oh. oh, people do it all the time. Me and my missus were just about to do like a six or seven-hour drive south. I think it was out, buddy. Dysart on Warrnambool way to buy a horse float, and like I took the time off work. The whole works. We said, you know, do you want a deposit? No, 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 it's fine. We were literally just about to jump in the car and yeah. leave. She's like, oh, it's sold. And didn't even message, it just popped up sold <laughs> on the marketplace. Oh, and we were like, some Amy rang it. She's like, oh, yeah, I just had someone come and pick it up. I was like, you, you are fucking kidding me. <laughs> it happens all the time, though. That's the problem. It happened when I was, I was looking at buying an um, old... EK, I didn't even know they were around. I didn't even know because I was looking at H, um, HRs and EHs. Yeah. And this EK popped Love up. Love the EHs, eh? Like and they, nice. the EKs look like a Chevy. They oh, got that they? bubbly shape. Yeah. Like a Chevy. Yeah. Uh, 67, whatever. And um, they fucking, and I rang him up and I, and I said, mate, I'm, I'll fly down next weekend and I'll, I'll come for Sandy Goodall. I'll, I'll buy it. He's like, yeah. I said, mate, I'm, I've booked the tickets. And everything, and he's like, "Yep, yep, all good, mate." I fucking landed on the Gold Coast Airport no. and get this text. Sorry, mate, just sold it. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Do you have his address? I would have gone around there. I would have gone around there, honestly. Yeah, but that's that's the pro- that's the br- hey. the risky run, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you, you sometimes a shit, sometimes a good. Oh, yeah, the thing is. You, I could have put that money in as a deposit and lost that anyway. <laughs> exactly. And there's no, yeah, I've been scammed a couple of times. Buying bits and pieces. Yeah. Once, well, even off eBay once. Mm. Buying some shoes. Never showed up. Bogus <laughs> company. Had good reviews though. So I was like, oh, you, well, you just, you just. All their mates reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All their dodgy mates <laughs> in the call center. So we're nearly at the end here because we're fucking minute 
A minute. <laughs> Only a minute 23 and... <laughs> Fuck, are we? Hour 23. Holy shit. Jeez, we're talking some shit. Oh, was you and your bananas? Oh, just some funny ones. This one, if you want to Google something, uh, Google firemen putting, um, pulling kids out of a fire, but in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking it's like, they look like that. angels or they yeah, look like devils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Running them back into the building. <laughs> Eat shit and die, fucker. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave this one for next time because it's going to be, it's, I've got a, it's the next cunt of the week next week. Okay. <laughs> but I'll, I made a couple of real men ones. Um, a real man realises he's um, never going to win an argument on that week of a month. Oh, mate. <sighs> I didn't win this week. Yeah, no, neither did I. I'm not winning right now, <laughs> currently. <laughs> Getting defeated in the beating down. <laughs> no. I don't mean that, babe. <laughs> and a real you're, man. You're amazing. <laughs> a real man plans time away for that week. <laughs> But he also takes the kids as he likes to live. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, it's a fair trade-off sometimes, isn't it, taking the kids? <laughs> you know, she's in the mood like, you're not going if you don't take the kids. Yeah, all right, go on, kids, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and then I had a real grub was the Bloomfield wanker. Yeah, that the Bloomfield the wanker. Fucked on out on that. that. That was almost as stupid as those two birds that went walking at 10.30 at night on Thompson's yeah. Beach. Mm. I mean, like, what? Well, I didn't... I, Stalinism. Stalinism. <laughs> Pretty much. It's all it can be. It's like the Chinese when they come to Australia think they can surf. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, as somebody that worked in the dive industry for a long time, I tell you what, <laughs> there's a couple of there's a couple of species on this planet that just can't swim worth a lick. <laughs> it's a it's the fair vast majority of Asians until you get down to like Indonesia and they can usually swim like fish. Yeah. Um and the Irish. The Irish. Just, just fucking, the I don't know what it is. Drunk, I don't know what it is. Motherfuckers can't swim. <laughs> they just, but they have sheer grit and determination yeah. and they usually somehow get through. They just fight their way through. They just out fight the water. their way through. They do just, <laughs> and that's what it looks like sometimes. It, it looks, looks like, like they're punching like, their way oh, through look, the water. The sun's coming up. Oh, no, that's just a red headed Irishman yeah, coming yeah. out of the water. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible. So, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. No, nah, good. All right, we'll fucking pack her up here because we're here an hour 25 Yeah, now. we probably ran a little bit long. Sorry about that. I was just caught up in the world of bananas. I just love long, hard Banana. bananas. <laughs> Multiple sometimes. It depends on how hungry I am. <laughs> anyway, so if you're at home, go to Woolies. Get a banana in your fucking mouth. In ya, up ya, hanging out of ya. Around ya. Through ya. Turo. Yowl. Yeah. Yes, and thanks again for listening. Yes, so if you've got any good, cool stories... Chuck them in our voice memo, send them in to thepubemo at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram, pubemo, and uh, send a message through there or I'd, I'd rather on the email, but however you want to do it, just do it. Uh, we've had a few, but oh, most of them I can't fucking play because these are just dirty bastards that probably get us cancelled, so... Some good, not, I won't say clean, but just give us some... Rad ones that aren't racist and stuff like that, man. Like, let's go for it. Let's go, peeps. See you next week. Tooroo.